0: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Deadly Tennessee floods. There's just so many people missing right now. It's hard to have hope. Afghanistan airlift. There's discussions going on among us about extending nearing pandemic milestone. The FDA is expected to give the Pfizer vaccine full approval. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Death and destruction west of Nashville, Tennessee. Record rainfall and catastrophic flooding washing away roads and homes. CBS's Jesse Mitchell reports at least 21 people have been killed, more than 20 are missing. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee said the aftermath of the flooding is a devastating picture of heartache. Tremendous loss of life, a number of missing people, homes washed off their foundations, cars strewn around the community. In the city of Waverly, roads turned into rivers, the water destroying anything in its path. Several children were swept away. Floodwaters ripped twin babies, Ryan and Riley, out of their father's arms. They're covered. Meanwhile, among the missing, two-year-old Kellen snatched away from his mother and four siblings. They were on the clotheslines hanging on. It was a wonderful kid. In the Northeast, CBS's Chris Van Cleve says Tropical Storm Henri has caused flooding and power outages. Waves lashed
1: the Rhode Island shoreline Sunday as Tropical Storm Henri made landfall with heavy rains causing Transformers to explode and more than 140,000 homes in the Northeast to lose power. Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee said at one point more than 80,000 homes were without power in his state.
0: It's a lot of wind and a lot of heavy rain and all of a sudden, boom.
1: Irv Mazur lives in Westerly, Rhode Island, where the storm came ashore. He says he felt his entire townhouse shake when fierce winds brought the tree down right onto his neighbor's roof.
0: In Afghanistan, a security guard was killed in a shooting just outside Kabul airports. American troops were involved in that firefight. CBS's Roxana Sabiri. The German military says one Afghan security guard was killed and three others injured in today's shooting. It's not clear who launched the attack. On Sunday, President Biden said the Taliban have helped the U.S. to extend the safe zone around Kabul's airport to get more Americans and at-risk Afghans inside. And he didn't rule out having U.S. troops stay past the August 31st deadline if needed to complete the evacuations. 63% of Americans in a CBS News poll support the withdrawal of American troops from Afghanistan, but 74% believe it has gone badly. CBS's Ed O'Keefe is at the White House. President Biden tried to ease concerns Sunday about the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. There is no way to evacuate this many people without pain and loss of heartbreaking images you see on television. It's just a fact. <laughs> the president said the U.S. is now actively monitoring potential terrorist threats to Americans and Afghans as chaos unfolds in Kabul, with particular concern about ISIS-K, an ISIS affiliate that's an enemy of the Taliban based in Afghanistan. We're under no illusions about the threat. Mr. Biden continues to face a litany of criticism as the U.S. executes one of the most elaborate mass evacuations since World War II. The New York Times reports the Pfizer COVID vaccine could get full FDA approval today, taking it past emergency use authorization. Dr. Ashish Shah, Dean of Brown University's School of Public Health, on CBS This Morning.
1: For a lot of companies and businesses and schools, they have been waiting for this full approval before mandating vaccines. So I think it's going to set off a whole new wave of vaccinations.
0: Add Tallahassee to the list of Florida school districts going with a mask mandate for students in defiance of Governor Ron DeSantis. That makes seven now. The Reverend Jesse Jackson and his wife are under observation at a Chicago hospital with COVID-19. Jackson was publicly vaccinated back in January. And Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott says he's now tested negative for the virus. Four days after a positive test, he says his infection was mild because he was vaccinated. There's zero containment reported on a wildfire that's been burning for a week in Northern California. The Caldor Fire has charred 154 square miles. Homes have been destroyed, including Melissa Gustafson's. It's
1: completely gone. We don't have anything. You know, like, what do you do when you don't have nothing at all? Nowhere
0: to start. Monsoon rains and flooding in southern Arizona, washing out former President Trump's border wall. Five big metal panels were displaced along the San Bernardino National Wildlife Refuge. The Border Patrol is assessing the damage and calls the flooding historic. No Major League Baseball wall can hold Miguel Cabrera. The one one fly ball right center. Deep. Got a chance. Five hundred. On the Tigers radio network, the Detroit star becomes just the 28th player with 500 career home runs. He did it in a win over the Blue Jays in Toronto. The remains of a singer will be reinterred, and in the process, she'll be the first black woman to get a top French honor. American born singer and dancer Josephine Baker will be celebrated at the Pantheon in Paris. It's one of the country's highest honors. Baker was considered a World War II hero in France for secretly collecting information on Nazis at parties during the French Resistance. She moved there to escape racism in the U.S. and eventually became a French citizen. She'll join French scientist Marie Curie, philosopher Voltaire, and other French figures honored at the Pantheon in late November. Monica Ricks, CBS News. From French honor to American harmony. Don Everly of the Everly Brothers has died. Wake up.
1: The duo had country rock hits that impacted a generation of rock and roll music. In the late 1950s and 60s, the duo of Don and Phil drew upon their rural roots with their guitars and harmonies, including Bye 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 Love. That and Wake Up Little Susie were just two of their 19 top 40 hits. Phil died in 2014 at the age of 74. Don died over the weekend at his home in Nashville
0: at the age of 84. Matt Piper, CBS News. A racehorse had other ideas over the weekend. A two-year-old filly decided to leave town rather than race at Ellis Park in Henderson County, Kentucky Saturday. Bold and Bossy was heading to the starting gate when she decided she definitely wasn't in the mood for racing. She threw off her jockey, ran off the track, and sprinted all the way to nearby highways as trainers chased her in vehicles. A couple finally corralled her. She lost a couple shoes and was dehydrated but wasn't seriously injured. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. Two high-profile COVID-19 cases in Tennessee. The head coach of the NFL's Titans tested positive right after coaching the team in a preseason game. Mike Vrabel's symptoms are minor. And conservative Nashville radio host Phil Valentine has died of COVID at 61. He was an outspoken vaccine critic who did not get shots. That's the World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News.